Hello, and welcome to Women With Books, Season 3. I know, it's a little arbitrary. Um, <laughs> I mean, we, I, we, I started this podcast uh, about a year ago, September of 2017, I believe. And um, so we're approaching our one-year anniversary, but it's the third season, so... Um, I was thinking about that and I was like, that's a little arbitrary, but here's, here's the deal. So when I talk about seasons, it's really because it's just a way for me to kind of organize, um, producing the episodes, getting guests ready. I, I try to make sure that, you know, we have a good mix of genres and authors and, and things that I'm interested in each quote season. Um, but really, it's just an organizational thing for me because I think if I had to approach um, a podcast with like, well, this could be 300 episodes, I think my brain would explode. So um, I kind of trick myself and I go, all you have to do, all you have to do is come up with 10 to 12 different ep episodes. That's all. That's easy. And so that is how we are now at season three. And um, I thought we would kick off this new season of Women With Books. We're at the end of the summer, looking down at Labor Day. And um, I thought I'd, I'd do a little quick episode, just me, a solo episode, if you will, and kind of give a quick little orientation about what I'm up to and what we're doing here. And then we are going to go through what I read this summer that was compliant <laughs> with the Women With Books Summer Reading Challenge. And um, so I will give you some book suggestions and, and, and an insight into what my summer reading list looked like. So I will go ahead and start. Hello, my name is Lindsay Emery. I'm your host and author of this fine podcast. I guess I probably should have done that at the beginning. I don't know. I'm Rusty. Hi, I haven't done one an episode in a couple of months. Uh, yeah, I took off the summer, so what? I had um, two kids, and I work from home, and so trying to do some podcasting, and children, and dogs, and all that is a lot. And I just needed to kind of take a break and focus on, on them and my non-public life. So, um, but I'm back. And I, like I said, I am an author. I've written five, six books. I have one coming out in October 2018. It's called The Royal Runaway. It is um, a romantic comedy adventure mystery. <laughs> it's being published by Gallery Books. And so um, you're going to hear a little bit about that over the next month or so. Um, it's It keeps coming up in kind of some of my interviews. And I am going to actually sit down and be interviewed for an episode. I have a friend who's coming on to interview me. So we're going to switch the tables a little bit. And I'm a little nervous about it. Um, you know, I thought, well, you know, this is my podcast. It's my platform. Hell yeah, I'm going to promote my own book. But when the my friend uh, 
and I won't name her yet because we haven't actually done the episode and I know better. I don't announce an episode until it's in the can because things happen. But um, when she's like, hey, do you want me to interview you for Women With Books? I thought, yeah, that's a fun idea. And now as we're getting closer to it, I'm I'm nervous. So it, I think it'll be good because it maybe will give me an idea of what my guests feel like. Um, a little known fact about me. I don't think I've really talked about this before, but I, I've mentioned that I'm a lawyer or I'm licensed to practice law. I don't currently practice law at the moment, but, um, so I've spent most of my adult professional life. Honestly, I've asked hundreds of thousands of questions of people because that's what lawyers do. Um, it's not the fancy stuff you see on CBS primetime dramas. Um, although it can be, I mean, asking questions in a courtroom is completely valid, but a lot of your questions go in to any type of uh, case prep. You're, you're asking your clients questions all the time. You're asking witnesses, you're asking, um, opposing counsel questions. I mean, you are constantly asking questions of people. And so for me doing this podcast, that part has actually come very easily to me. I just, um, I didn't really realize it until probably sometime during the second season where I thought this is kind of me asking questions is kind of um, what I'm used to doing. And so when when guests tell me, they're like, well, you're really good at asking questions. I'm like, yeah, that's an expensive legal education for you. And now I'm doing podcasts for free. That makes sense. But um, yeah, so I'm never nervous about asking anyone questions or trying to direct an interview. It's just kind of what I do. I mean, and even though I'm not trying to put anyone on the spot now or get them to admit something illegal, um, I never really tried to do that before as a lawyer either. I mean, that's that's not really ever... I mean, it's nice when someone comes out and admits they've broken a law, but <laughs> it's a lot... You're, you're actually more effective if you can just get people to start talking about themselves and they will slowly reveal to you whether or not they... <laughs> broken the law. <laughs> Which again, is not what I'm trying to do here at Women With Books, but just getting people to talk and getting them to say interesting things. So anyway, uh, that's who I am. That's why I am kind of used to doing this. I love books. I love reading. I love hearing other people talk about books and why they read the things they do. And it's just, I kind of want to know everything about it. And as I told, um, I think when I talked to Sarah McLean, uh, earlier this summer, I, you know, we were just talking and I said, I started this podcast just because I wanted to have the conversations I wanted to have. Uh, I wanted to be able to invite my friends on, invite authors I admire on, invite librarians that I worship on and say, hey, let's, let's have these conversations that I'm just personally interested in. And so it's such a thrill that so many of y'all out there also like to hear these conversations. I have gotten such nice feedback over the summer. People have started listening to this. Hey guys, I am so glad you have um, downloaded all the episodes and now you're like ready for this new season. No pressure or anything. Um, but I get lots of wonderful emails from people who say they listen to the podcast at the gym. Uh, I've been credited for people losing, you know, 30, 40 pounds. <laughs> Um, thank you. I don't really think that that is um, praise I deserve, but I'll take it. You know, I'll put it, I'll put it on our 
uh, one sheet. No, kidding. Um, so what do you need to know? If you're new here, what do you need to know? Uh, orientation stuff. Sign up for my newsletter. The Women With Books newsletter is, uh, I think, pretty good. I always say how good it is. Uh, not many people unsubscribe from it, so that's good. I will always put links to all of the episodes and... Um, you can listen to it straight from your inbox. So if you get my newsletter and then you can send it to a friend, obviously, um, really easily if they, you think that they would be interested in hearing a episode, um, that's a kind of a perk. I put extra content in there. I ask every um, guest to answer some extra questions that I only put in the newsletter. And then I usually try to subscribe, uh, give y'all a little bit more information about the pod other podcasts that I like to listen to. So I uh, highly recommend getting on that newsletter. And uh, another thing that I wanted to make sure everyone knew about is I do, okay, I've talked about this before. When I started the podcast, season one, every time someone recommended a book to me, I put it on my website. So those are still available at womenwithbooks.com. And then you click on, I think it's women recommending books. So go there and you'll find, and I did like if, if Tessa Dare gave me 20 recommendations, I put them all down there and I put links to, I think at the time I was doing Amazon and iBooks or Apple Books only. But that took a lot of work, which I didn't mind doing, except I could tell from my website that not a lot of people were using it. But I still felt very strongly that if someone comes on my podcast and they recommend a book that I need to make sure that y'all can find that, um, that you're not, because you're listening to podcasts on the treadmill, in the car, wherever, you might not always be able to rewind, rewind and, and say, what does she say again? I didn't understand that book, blah, blah, blah. So I want to make that available for people. So what I did season two was I moved, I still take every single book recommendation and I put it on my Goodreads page. So goodreads.com forward slash Lindsay Emery. I think that tag is always in the show notes and you can go there. I have a special shelf called Women With Books Podcast and you can go there and find all the books there. So that I'm still putting the effort in there. But I don't have to look up the buy links, obviously. Goodreads does that for me. So I haven't heard, I mean, the only problem is I still don't know, like, what, whether that's being used or not, but I, I, I'll still do it. I, it's not that much extra work for me, and I, I still feel fairly strongly about it. So for season three, if you want a book that has been recommended on the podcast, please go to my Goodreads page, my Women With Books podcast bookshelf, and all of the books will be listed there. The only problem with that is, is there's no way for me to sort them or, I mean, I think they're in order, but if someone from a previous episode has already recommended that same book, which happens a lot, like Alicia Rye gets recommended a lot. So I don't always go in and re-add that book to the bookshelf because I don't even think you can do that. I think once it's on there, it's on there. So just so you know, if there's something on there and you don't see it at the top of the list, keep scrolling through because I that's my promise is, is you'll, you'll find the books there. Okay. And then the next question I get asked a lot is, honestly, 
how can we support you, Lindsay? Which I appreciate so much. I have a coffee account. That link is in the show notes. Uh, feel free to drop in there and, and, you know, say, hey, that podcast episode this season is worth a couple bucks. Drop that in there. I appreciate it so much. And the other way that I accept support is through advertising. I'm talking with some of you guys right now, or I don't know if you're listening or not, but um, we're trying to get all that worked out. And I have talked about that quite honestly in past episodes. Again, my promise to you is I will not put advertising in that is not, um, how do I put it, um, relevant maybe to to the subject matter. Like I said, I'm not going to necessarily... Um, puts uh, new new pickup truck tires or something I don't know I mean I know some of you might like pickup truck tires but it's not really on brand for women with books so um but that you know is always changing and as we go as we evolve I will update you and then the last way you can support women with books is I would really love more reviews I'll be honest I keep coming on here and saying, hey, you guys, leave me some reviews because the number of reviews does not match the number of downloads in my Libsyn. Um, we're, we're approaching some pretty significant numbers. I love, I, I can just tell when someone new discovers the podcast or when it's mentioned someplace else because all of a sudden I'll go in one day and it's like, what, off the charts, I love it. Um, but hey, if you love this podcast, please go leave me a review. Um, because other people need to find it too, and we all need to be part of this beautiful, beautiful book club. All right, speaking of book clubs, um, I have my reading list, and wait a second, let me pull this up here. Um, what chapter was it? I call my episodes chapters, I know, it's kind of, chapter 24, so one of my, um, I think it came out maybe in June or May. I did a solo episode coming up with a summer reading challenge. And it was really fun. I came up with, what, eight? Eight, ten um, types of books just to challenge you to read the summer. Um, but then, but then you know, like I said, I, I'm not quizzing anyone. There was no, like, official form to turn in. You didn't win anything. And I wasn't even going to really... Um, uh, strive for fulfilling all of those either because th this is why because I just I really do feel like books are an enjoyment they are a necessity and um, you know if if I went the whole summer and didn't find um, a book with a pretty dress on it I wasn't going to force myself to read it I, I feel like you should read what you want when you want it and um, you know be happy about it so it, when I started putting together this list I thought it was really funny. I actually completed it. <laughs> it's, I feel so lame right now. It was my idea, my podcast, and yay, I did it. Okay. Um, I hope I hope someone out there finds me as funny as I do. Um, so I will just go through it. And I did read other books besides these, and I also started a lot of books this summer that I didn't finish. And again, I really want to say there's nothing wrong with that. I think we should all just be honest with ourselves that sometimes a book isn't working for us for whatever reason. Because 
It just could be that you were by the pool and the book you were reading took a lot of energy and you just wanted something easier to read. It doesn't mean that it was bad or good or you weren't going to pick it up later. It just meant that for some reason that summer you needed something that, you know, was more feel good or happy or light or, or the opposite. You really like reading dark, gritty Cornwall murders by the lake. I don't know. I don't know. You do you. I do me. These are our books. Okay. Um, first uh, part of the reading challenge was I challenged you to read a royal book. What does that mean? I don't know. Uh, my upcoming book... <laughs> in October is called The Royal Runaway, and in the spring I featured uh, a number of authors who also wrote books that had royal themes. So I thought, hey, pick up one of those. Pick up a new one. We've, we're living in the age of Meghan and Harry and Princess Eugenie and her commoner fiancé. <laughs> so um, what, what better time than to explore royal themes? And um, the book I happened to read was Her Royal Spiness by Reese Bowen, and I am obsessed. It is taking everything I can not to go to the library or Amazon and, and just get the rest of this. This is a first in a series. I, I should have looked up how many there are. I want to say seven or eight. It could be more. They are mysteries. The main character is like 33rd in line to the British throne and they're set in um, the 1930s England so um, you get lots of it's a it's historical but not like too historical <laughs> does that make sense I mean there's cars and ships and airplanes um, but it's you know no cell phones so uh, murders are always way more fun when you don't have cell phones um, but it's just really light charming amateur sleuth um, I won't call it cozy. I've been in some discussions lately about what exactly constitutes a cozy mystery. So some people might declare these cozy. I'll, I'm not sure. I'll call them amateur sleuth. Really, really love that. And that um, I actually picked that up because I did an interview that you will be hearing in a few weeks with another author. And um, when you hear it, you'll know what I'm talking about. She recommended them. And they had been on my TBR list for forever. And um, I was finally like, yeah, okay. I, this tipped me over and I grabbed it and it was great. Um, the next type of book I challenged you to read was a new to you genre. And I happened to read the new, uh, the start of the Jackie Kennedy's new series. And it's her fantasy series and it's called Prisoner of the Crown. And I have read, I'd read her fantasy romance before, but I will count this as a new to me genre because this was just straight up fantasy. No romance at all. None, 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 none. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait for it. I think maybe the second book is almost out um, because Jeffy's just super prolific and I need to be more on top of that. Um, but I really enjoyed that. It was a great vacation read for me. Uh, the next type of book I challenged you to read was one with a beach cover on it. And I got that um, idea because, and as if you've listened to this podcast, when I do the lightning round with guests, I always ask them if they would prefer, if they would buy a book with abs on it or a beach on the cover. 
And I'm like, huh, let me, let me play along with my own game. And I have read um, Coco Beach by Beatrice Williams. And I've had people recommending this author to me for so long. Um, I think my mom's given me a couple of her books. And why I finally picked it up, I don't know. I think I had bought this one actually a few years ago. <laughs> I really don't know. I think it was already in my Kindle and I was having a summer day and I was scrolling through and I picked this, I started reading it and loved it. Loved it. I can't wait to dive into more books by Beatrice Williams. She, um, the book is another one set in 1920s or 1930s. Huh. Interesting. Okay. A connection there to uh, the Reese Bowen. Um, it is vaguely gothic. Gothic mystery. Um, yeah, because it's set post-World War One. Uh, and there's some flashbacks to like the war in France and stuff. So there's a mystery. There's different layers of mystery. It's really, really good. And it has a beach on the cover. Uh, the next one I read was by a debut author. Oh, this one. Okay. Um, Trail of Lightning by Rebecca Roanhorse. I do think she's a debut author. I'm sorry if I got that wrong. I, Again, I, I need to double check that. Um, but I told y'all before, I, I can't, debut, it's one of my mission statement. it's one of my missions for this podcast to promote debut authors. Um, I really feel strongly about that, except sometimes it's hard to keep track of who's debut and who's not in this day and age with different, um, different names, different whatever. So I do believe she's a debut. If she's not, she's still really good. Read it. <laughs> but um, it is... I guess urban fantasy, and um, it's set in kind of a post-apocalyptic world where the main character is Navajo monster hunter, so completely unique, completely engrossing, and I really enjoyed it. All right, the next category was a cover with a pretty dress on it. I said in my last um, episode where we talked about the summer reading challenge that I really, really love books, which is pretty dresses. Um, you know, I always talk about abs or beaches, but pretty dresses grab me every time. And I'm not really a person that picks books based on the cover. Um, or I don't think I am, but, um, gosh, something lush and feminine and I'm, I'm usually more likely to, to look into it. So this one, I'm going to just say I, I did two. Uh, obviously, Wicked in the Wallflower by Sarah McLean and The Governess Game by Tessa Dare. And um, both of these thrilled me in different ways. Um, I think they're a little bit different, um, a lot different um, for in tone and theme, um, which, is, which is odd to me because I got started reading Tessa Dare and Sarah McLean around about the same time, um, maybe five years ago. And I've read everything that they've written ever. Um, so it's, it's kind of interesting to me that here I am in summer of 2018 and these two books, which are still fabulous, um, but could have, they've, they've each really found their own voices and, um, through, Regency historical or Victorian historical um, and how 
two authors really at the top of their game and how they're both approaching um, addressing amazing topics and um, identity and um, gender and sexuality in, in two completely different ways. Um, reading them back to back, I think, is, is really interesting, and, but also very entertaining. Okay. Um, the next category was a inspire a book that inspired a movie slash TV show. Oh my gosh. Um, I, I read Crazy Rich Asians by Kevin Kwan. And I read that beginning of the summer. It might have even been May, but I'm still going to count it because, um, the movie, the movie has changed my life. It's so beautiful. I'm so happy. And and this year I came, I got out of the theater and I wanted to blog about it immediately, but then I thought, no, I'll just save all my thoughts for the podcast. Um, 2018, I don't want to use this cliche of dumpster fire because I, I don't even know if that accurately rec- describes what 2018 has been. It's been chaotic. It's been um, messy. News is all over the place, you know. It's, it's hard to keep up with things. It's hard not to feel dragged down, uh, no matter what your political beliefs are. It's just, the world can seem very confusing and negative right now, but yet I feel like we have gotten these beautiful, bright spots of art and inclusiveness and new ways of seeing the world and and yes love and and one of you know from black panther to <laughs> prince harry and meghan markle's wedding to crazy rich asians and there's just been these beautiful beautiful jewels of uh, that put a smile on your face and maybe you know if this was i don't know quote unquote normal times when you know, we weren't feeling quite so stressed out about the world, maybe Crazy Rich Asians wouldn't be such a beautiful, um, I mean, I just feel like it's like the sparkling tiara in the middle, um, of our world right now. It's, it's bright, it's happy, it's funny, it's, um, colorful, it shows you, you know, culture and really, beautiful people who are really rich. I mean, it's it's kind of <laughs> awesome escapism in every single way. Um, but anyway, I'm talking about the movie. The movie was fabulous. I told someone I really enjoyed the book. Um, the book also inspired me in a lot of different ways. Um, because I, I can't even really get into it right now. But um, the book inspired me in my writing. But then... I feel someone else was like the book and the movie aren't really the same. And I'm like, no, it, it feels like they took a pipette and they extracted the romantic comedy out of the book and then they smushed it into like a gorgeous velvet Chanel bag, <laughs> and, which you got to um, buy while you were also eating, um, I don't know, dim sum and drinking champagne. I mean, it's just this gorgeous experience that um if you haven't seen it yet go see it all right so i've I've gushed about all that um but my next category was um i wanted to challenge everyone to read a book this summer that featured um 
diverse characters, inclus in inclusive characters that was by a person of color. Um, so, I mean, two of my book choices did fit into that category. Um, Trail of Lightning, which was Own Voices by Rebecca Roanhorse and Crazy Rich Asians by Kevin Kwan. So, goes to show. Um, I feel um, like that should always be part of our reading. We should be reading widely. We should be reading inclusively because you get these amazing jewels. You, you would miss out on so much if you don't do that. All right, and then the last category, um, it's kind of a gimme. <laughs> uh, read a book by a former Women With Books guest. Um, I have had such amazing guests on. I've been so blessed by people who say yes to um, uh, this podcast or the people who pitch me wonderful guests. Uh, thank you so much out there, all the publicists and um, uh, PR people that have re reached out. Um, you know, it's such a... I don't want to say honor. I mean, it is an honor when someone takes time out of their day and, and to talk with me. <laughs> but it's just a joy. It's and I can really feel like the people that want to come on here, y'all just want to talk about books too. So um, it, it makes it makes doing this podcast fun. Anyway, um, I've had so many great guests on. And in the next, in the third season, I've already put um, four, five, six episodes in the can. So um, y'all are gonna die. You, you're gonna love what I, what's coming up. But anyway, and they've all written great books too. So um, going back to the well at the guests from the first two seasons, um, three of my books that are on this list were by a former Women With Books guest, Sarah McLean, Tessa Dare, Jeffy Kennedy. Um, and you know, I would love to have uh, if I don't have you yet, Reese Bowen, Beatrice Williams, Rebecca Roanhorse, <laughs> and Kevin Kwan. Come on. And, and Kevin, you're totally welcome, even though I think you identify as a man. I'm not sure. But, um, I, you know, I think that uh, we would still love to have you on <laughs> talk about um, your book and all the beautiful people and Chanel bags that are in it. All right. That is this episode. Um, I'm still, you know, reach out to me. Tell me what you've been reading. Tell me what you loved, what you didn't love. I'll, I can stay between you and me. I choose not to tell you guys if I read something and I don't like it. Um, just because I feel like that's most professional <laughs> for me um, as an author and a host of a book about, a podcast about books. But um, hey, if you want to reach out and be like, do not read this book, I will take that under advisement. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to spending another 10, 12 episodes with you guys and um, talking more about books with my guests and with myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just um, yeah, so that October episode featuring me, y'all be nice. <laughs> and or, or email me and let me know what you want my interviewer to ask me. I, oh, that sounds terrible. I'm terrified. All right, we're going to put that, I'm going to put that in a um, vault and not think about it for another month. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to Women With Books and um, keep reading. <laughs>